0: Today's topic is going to be all about my personal fight with body confidence and how I have accomplished to become more confident within my body and therefore find happiness within me. Welcome tribe, I'm Claudia from Claudia's Movement and this podcast has been created to inspire and empower you to unlock your true potential and find happiness and health in all aspects of your life. We're gonna get real, we're gonna get raw, and most importantly, we're gonna have some fun. So get ready to be re-inspired, and let's get right into this team. I hope these tips are gonna help you find your own confidence back. And yeah, we're gonna get a little personal as always, so I hope you do enjoy. Before we start with this topic, I have to go way back. And by way back, I mean way back to when my personal insecurities started to come up. And I think this is very important. And each and every one of us needs to figure out or define where these insecurities come from. Because they just don't come from nothing. They come from something that we've been pushing down. And then eventually that thing comes back up and takes in more importance or more space in our head than we actually want it to. So from an early age, I always felt very sexualized, if that makes any sense. I was an early bloomer. That means I got my period pretty early on. And I was always the first kid to have boobs or the first kid that was quite curvy and that saw changes in her body. So regardless, if I'm talking about kids or... um like, encounters with other adults, I always felt like people were telling me, like, oh, you're so beautiful, this and that, and that actually was not a good thing for me in that sense, guys were, were kind of, you know, making fun of you, because that's the way they show you that they like you in that sense, right, Um, and it just gave you a bad, like, a bad confidence boost in that sense because, again, I was the first one with boobs. I was the first one experiencing period in my class and I just didn't know quite what to do with this. And um, this is where I started like having insecurities about my body image. And when I say about what I meant about the adult part is... I was lucky enough to be able to travel the world from an early age with my parents. And um, we were a lot in Southeast Asia. And that means for most people in Thaus- Thaus- oh my God Southeast Asia, I was um, exotic. Yeah, I was a blonde, blue-eyed, white girl. And everyone wanted to touch my head, touch my hair, touch my face. And although this, not, this might not seem like a big thing for you it really was for me because I always felt alienated and everyone was watching me and I did not necessarily enjoy that extra part of attention and up until this day I still struggle sometimes with having attention too much and I don't like to be the one in the limelight I uh, used my humor and um, you know jokes to kind of um, distract from from my body and, um, from looking at me in a sexual way in that sense. In other words, I also want, want to say that I did have some weird experiences with, or better said weird encounters with people from different races, especially men who made me feel very uncomfortable when I was a teenager or made me feel very uncomfortable when I was a kid. And, um, Traveling through India specifically with my parents when I was very, very young made me feel super insecure because I have been touched in in parts of my body where I do not want it to be touched and nobody should be touched um, just by being out there. And, you know, during that time, there were not a lot of tourists going um, to, to countries like this. So, again, I was very exotic and... Um, Men did take advantage of me in that sense. But that's for another that's for another podcast, I guess. Whew, guys, <laughs> this is getting real deep real quick. Um, but yeah, I guess all of that had a big impact in, in how I saw myself and how I then did not want to make myself big or be again in the limelight and kind of wanted to stay, you know, nice and invisible. that sense when I reached my teenager years my boobs were all over the place I had huge tits guys (laughs) huge tits um I was very curvy and I mean although if I look back at it right now I really do appreciate my body in every way but during that time I I was struggling a lot and I started dressing more like a tomboy in that sense uh or more with, like, white clothes, hip-hop clothes, baggy pants. Just to kind of, you know, cover um, all those all those beautiful curves that I had. And, um, again, when I was a teenager, guys were still, like, super focused on my boobs and my breasts. And it made me feel super, super insecure and weird. And I just did not like it. So, therefore... <laughs> Let me tell you about my biggest insecurity up until today, my breasts. I had a huge struggle with my breasts. There, there were a lot of times where I was thinking of getting a, you know, a breast surgery. Um, and even now where I feel like my breasts have a very nice size <laughs> in that sense, um, I still do not fully appreciate them all the time. I have lost a lot of weight during my weight loss journey and therefore I've also lost a lot of weight in my breasts. Guys, if you're listening to this too, and I mean men, listen to this and don't get weird, okay? It's really important that we can talk about those topics too. And same for you girls, or women in that sense. what else do I want to mention about this? Yeah, so I've always been struggling about, you know, oh, do I like my breasts or not? Should I should I get them done now that I have a lot of loose skin? This should not look like this. Should I, you know, get them fixed? And watching so many of my girlfriends getting their boobs done and everything, that really like, you know, triggered me even more and more. And it was very hard for me to accept the way that my body is and accept all of the parts and accept that they're all shapes and forms and that regardless of if I lost weight or not, this is part of me and that the way I see myself, the way that I reflect upon my body parts is very different from the way that other people look at it. And um, the biggest change that I had looking at my breasts in that sense was in the past two or three years where I got very comfortable with just being here and, like, expressing expressing them, not wearing a bra, being being able to just go out or even be topless. Like, those things were huge no-goes for me. I would have never thought in my life that I would be at this point right now where I'm like, fuck it, I'm, I'm going to just go out like this. I don't give a shit. Um, and I'm super happy I have evolved in that sense. So my biggest insecurities, again, are my breasts. Therefore, regardless of what your biggest insecurity is, maybe it's your legs, maybe it's your skin, maybe it's your belly, whatever it is, you have to figure out how to address them and where this comes from. Where does this fear stem from? And go really deep, deep into, you know, all those triggering experiences that happened. Because it was probably more than just one experience. That, you know, made you feel uncomfortable about the way that you are built or the way that you look right now. And although we do have a big influence in how we look in a sense that we can move and we can eat well or properly. Um, it's all about accepting the, the body that we have and the way it looks like. So addressing where that trauma or that trigger point comes from is vital. This was one of my biggest learning curves, again, in the past few years. And I can really say now that I feel so much better and so much more confident. And I will never, ever do a boob job. Never, ever. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing this, but I do want to remind you of the way that you are built like that this is the way that you are built and that it's beautiful and that you do not need to change for anyone. Not for yourself and your low self-esteem in that in that moment of life and also not for anyone else's, um, you know, standard of beauty. You are beautiful the way you are and the only way you can actually really be happy is by going deep within yourself figuring out where they are and no operation no surgery in that sense will give you that security or that confidence back you need to find it within yourself you might feel a little better about that body part but deep within you you haven't really solved the problem and if you keep pushing it down it might come back in another way and then you feel inclined to change more and more parts of your body Another thing that followed through this and that really made me insecure too is again the early sexual sexualization of my body. It really fucked up my 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 body confidence. I used to love to dance, I used to love to express myself. At some point and because of a few very dark moments in my life that I don't feel like today is the right, you know, right time to share this. I have lost my confidence and the joy in in dancing, for example. I used to love to dance, I used to love to just let go. And then with time I just, I don't know, I I started building up new blockages inside of me and there was no way I could have let go without using bad habits to bring bring that confidence back out of me and by bad habits I mean for example using alcohol as a confidence boost not being fully here being more loose in that sense and just doing it by drinking first that was the only way I felt like I could really express movement and my, my body and then also obviously the whole pressure that you get from media and from just being a teenager and seeing what stores are selling you, the sizes that you're supposed to fit in, the the definitions of what is sexy or what you should look like. Forcing yourself to wear heels, although you really hate heels and you feel so insecure, but they make you look sexy when you don't move. <laughs> but you actually can't move a fucking, a fucking toe in a heel. <laughs> but anyway, let's put them on and fuck up our feet for the next six hours. Who cares, right? It's all about looking sexy and looking desirable. And I think learning how to own your own style and not being... Um, Influenced by what other definitions of this is trendy or this is how you should look like should be is one of the biggest things too. If I look at how my style has evolved, (laughs) I can go through it almost in decades. Like one decade again, I was being the skater chick. I was trying to hide my curves. I was trying to go more swaggy and baggy and... Another time, then I was trying to be more sexy when I was reaching like sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, wear heels because I thought this was it. Nah, 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 na. Up until the point where I started, in another decade, to combine to combine different kinds of um, different kinds of styles with each other, and actually figuring out more of the essence of who I want to be and how I want to dress and how. That has a lot to do with expressing myself too. And now, I feel like I'm a good mixture of all of those things. I like to be a little tomboyish. I like to be a little baggy. I like to just uh, recreate my style in the best ways that I can, um, depending on how I feel. And I don't give a shit. I literally, if you know me in a, as uh, is, if you know me as a person, like in real life, you know I don't give two flying shits about what people think nowadays I really don't I just wear whatever I want sometimes I go out looking like (laughs) like I just got out of bed and I don't give a shit and I own it I really do own it and I feel like this is a great great and big big accomplishment for you and I wish that you get to the same point as well Another thing that I also wanted to mention is coming back to that point with insecurities, um, my mom was always the only woman within our circle or within our little village that was never wearing a bra. My parents are very alternative in that sense. And I remember feeling so ashamed for my mom that she was not wearing a bra. I was like, mom, can you please put on a bra, please? Just can't you just be like every other woman? <laughs> just like care a little bit more. And she, I remember, she was like, "Is that loca? No, voy a hacer eso. Es natural, y me lo voy a dejar así," which means as much as, "Are you crazy? Um, I am not gonna change for anyone, and it is the natural way to be. So I'm not gonna change. And if I think about that, if I reflect about that right now." I'm so proud that I can call this woman my mom and that she just you know didn't care and now I see that more and more women are starting to let go of the idea that a bra is a necessity and that we need to walk around in those bloody horrible and uncomfortable things unless it's a sports bra then we kind of need a little support you feel me girls (laughs) but um yeah now that I look back at this it kind of gives me confidence, and it makes me smile when I think about that. And um, I'm happy to, to be calling her my mom now. And any day she doesn't wear a bra, I don't give a shit. I salute that. <laughs> and I'm the same way now, still working a little bit on it. One thing that I've also noticed is that a lot of, a lot of trauma that you have with your body, for me personally, came back in my skin or onto my skin. I had always a lot of problems with acne, with dermitis, norodermitis with getting some weird eczemes on my skin, with getting a lot of rashes underneath my butt from sitting and from sweat and that made me feel so uncomfortable too like something was wrong with me and up until this day I still haven't figured out fully what the issue is I try to focus on nutrition I try to focus on a lot of things to uh, make this better but here's what I've noticed the less attention I give those things the better my skin is getting so sometimes not thinking too much about it, not putting too many products on something, is the right thing. And that is another thing that I've learned with my body confidence, that maybe the things that I'm seeing aren't as bad or actually are stemming from an insecurity that I have built up um, on an early age and are still like, and I'm still dragging this with me and I just need to let go and learn to let go. And I'm slowly, I'm slowly learning to letting go and... To, uh, you know, just walk around freely. And what I mean by this is, you would have never seen me in a normal bikini bottom up until last year. Seriously. I'm so ashamed for my butt. Or I was so ashamed for my butt. Not because I don't think my butt is nice, but I don't like the skin around it. It makes me feel super ashamed. And I know that a lot of women have this too with cellulitis. Then they never want to put on a bottom. They always want to cover everything because they think their cellulitis is ugly. Girl, it is part of you. And yes, you can do a little something about it. But stop the cream. Stop hiding. Just let your skin breathe. Once you let your skin breathe, things are going to come. Good things are going to come. So this is something that I'm still learning. But I feel like I'm, I'm getting very... I'm seeing results in that sense that um that I'm not giving a fuck about it that much anymore and that I just let it be also i think you need to be very cautious about who you who you let in into your life especially specifically romantic relationships cuz we get triggered a lot by what men or women in that sense say about our bodies too and um Luckily for me right now, I'm in a very beautiful relationship where I feel like this person is really appreciating my body and is telling me all the time like how beautiful I am. And I can openly talk about my insecurities and this person is so accepting about it and makes me feel good and doesn't make me feel ashamed. So verbalizing it, talking about it is a great way too to just let them know what's up with you. Like I used to always hide my boobs during sex. In a sense that I was always trying to be in a position where they looked good, or I was trying to not get out of a bra so that I could, you know, look desirable. Because I thought, oh my God, if he, if this person sees my ugliness, I'm I'm gonna be so ashamed, or they're gonna think I'm a monster, or, or just ugh, you know. And seriously, you might you might you might be surprised about that fact, but it's true. And now I'm just like, you know what? No, this is my body and this is it. This is who I am and I'm beautiful the way I am. And um, I'm trying to keep those positive affirmations up, not focus too much on those tiny little things like the rashes. They come back. Sometimes they're here more, sometimes they're less. But I just accept it fully. So if I can give you anything today in this podcast is I want to give you a little confidence boost, a body confidence boost in a sense that you are beautiful and just try to let go a little bit more from your insecurities. Figure out where they stem from, um, address them towards your loved ones too so you can feel supported and not judged. And yeah, figure out activities that help you feel confident too like... For me, I started dancing again, and I'm still struggling a little bit with dancing in front of some people, but I am so much better at it, and I just, I just wish that everyone could um, figure out their own activities to let go of that stuff. So dancing for me was great, and I'm getting back to it, and I feel like I have more control over my body and more body confidence because I know how to move it now, and that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and I think we're all are on this journey of self-discovery and becoming better and yeah there are different tools for each and every one of us but don't don't stop don't give up and don't let negativity come into your way and take over with that being said I want to finish this podcast as always I would really appreciate if you shared this podcast with your friend or with anyone that you think could use this message today please share it this is here for free so you can get a glimpse of inspiration so that you can get reaffirmations and that we can inspire more and more people to feel good and get and become the best version of themselves in that sense. So thank you so much for listening. As always, please reach out to me through, uh, through social on my website, email, Instagram. I'm here for you and I... I'm doing this for you guys so I hope me being vulnerable and opening up about those topics are going to help you too so thank you so much and I'll talk to you next week again bye bye